Hello and welcome to live stream from Bessie Sportscast. And we're back with our regular show on the IPL. Um, hope you're enjoying the live streams. Please bear with us as we uh, tweak uh, the systems and get everything right. But um, this is the way forward for Desi Sportscast. But don't forget, you can still enjoy all the shows on our podcast streams. And um, and don't forget our new website, desisportscast.com. A lot of brilliant articles being put on there uh, by a member of our team. And uh, so please check that out as well. And um, as usual, we've got a friend of the show. There's a reason we call the show what it is, because he's the man that I turn to whenever I want to talk about cricket. And that's Prasan. Hello and welcome to the show. How are you, Prasan? Thanks so much, Bharat. Uh, very kind of you to have me on the show again. Uh, always lovely to chat with you. And uh, we've got a great week, uh, you know, of cricket courtesy of the IPL. And uh, so looking forward to this chat. Thanks for having me on the show. No, no, like I said, there's a reason that uh, we call it the IPL show with Prasant because um, there's no, I mean, your knowledge and insight is uh, incredible for me as a layperson to uh, have. But um, before we, we start the show, um, I just wanted to reflect on a sad loss this week before we turn to more cheerier matters and um, a big personality, I know, especially with the IPL and um, uh, the coverage in India. And that's the sad loss of, I think, a property is the word uh, legend in um, Dean Jones. Um, what are your thoughts on Dean Jones, not only his career, but uh, the career he made in um, commentating and uh, being a pundit. Yeah, well, I mean, um, you know, it's obviously a terrible loss uh, for, for us as viewers because Dean Jones' voice was uh, very, very, uh, uh, you know, inspiring. And, you know, the way he spoke about the game, his knowledge of the game, as you said, you know, was something uh, which was really tremendous. And uh, unfortunately, he was to go live on that day uh, for the broadcast as well. But um, uh, it's going to be a terrible loss. And uh, he was someone who would really take challenges head on. You know, I, I saw a tweet where people said he would go to Afghanistan. You know, he has come to Karnataka for the KPL. He's covered the TNPL. Um, he's done so much in his life, you know. And uh, he's someone who was really, really a very, very inspirational figure for a lot of people. And uh, he will definitely be missed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the coverage that we used to get live from India um, when it was covered from the team there on one of the uh, uh, Indian channels here. And uh, he was a big personality and really made the sport come alive like he did when he played because he was a, um, a trendsetter when it came to one day internationals and the way uh, people used to bat in those days. He was the exception. I think he would have been incredible playing T20 uh, at his peak. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, he was a trendsetter in many, many ways and an extremely sad loss. Our condolences go to his family and friends and um, taken away from us very, very early. But moving on now, uh, we've had one week of the IPL. Has the mood of the nation changed? Yeah, well, you know, uh, IPL is obviously one of India's biggest festivals. There's no doubt about it. Uh, everyone was waiting for the IPL to start. Uh, there was literally nothing else to look forward to uh, for the last few months. Uh, everyone's uh, 
everyone's gel together and everyone's having discussions because the ipl i've personally had people around me speaking about the ipl speaking about cricket speaking about players and i never knew that they knew about those players or knew about the team so that's the sort of impact ipl is having in india uh, everyone's coming together the real social distancing is happening because of the ipl people are sitting at home they're not going out in the evenings and it, it's it's just a whole lot of fun and uh, you know there's no other entertainment like the ipl yeah, and um, I know we talked about it a little bit last time to see um, if that will bring a little bit of normalcy and a little bit of uh, light uh, to what's been a, a terrible year. So that's good to hear that it's made a difference uh, to the mood of the nation. Um, I've enjoyed the coverage here. I know I've got used to it when the uh, EPL, um, we had the project restart without fans and it got a bit of getting used to because um, I know they've got um, really good coverage. Uh, what have you made of the coverage this week? And has the, n- n- there not being any uh, people in the uh, stadiums and the fact that it's in the UAE, has that coverage affected your enjoyment of the uh, coverage? Uh, well, you know, I, I've been I've been someone who hasn't really gone to the stadium too much um, because I mean there are too many reasons. But it's it's not like I've missed uh, too much of the action because I've watched it from home. I've really enjoyed watching it with my family. Uh, all, all three, uh, both my parents and my brother, uh, we're all cricket fans. We love watching the sport together, and it, it's really made uh, no difference in terms of the fact that there's been no crowd because they've had that artificial noise. Um, they've tried to bring in that whole atmosphere of the crowds, and that's a wonderful effort by them. Uh, and in terms of, and in terms of the cricket, it's obviously been quality cricket. All these guys have have waited six, seven months to get onto the field to get into that atmosphere and the competition of the IPL. So. I think it's been fantastic overall, and the opening week uh, it even broke the numbers. You know, IPL put out the numbers, and uh, it, it's like shattered all the records. So it's no surprise that uh, IPL has been received so well uh, all over the globe. Yeah, that's good. And like I said, I think the BCCI have done an incredible job for a start getting the tournament together. But in terms of the yeah. first week and um, the coverage and the way they've um, uh, shown that uh, the games and what have you with the screens all around the stadium. I think that's added. Um, obviously, we miss the big crowds that we usually get in India, but I think they've made a brilliant job um, to try and compensate for that. Now, turning to uh, the cricket, um, ha- how have you uh, seen the first few games? I mean, we've had a game a day every day, uh, three different stadiums. Um, what have you made of the first week in general before? Because I want to talk about some of the players that you will, everybody back home in India will know, and a lot of in their eyes, obviously, who follow cricket passionately will know about. But for me, uh, um, I was hoping to take your insight into a few players that stood out for me for various reasons. But uh, generally, the first week of games, how do you summarize that? How do you see them? Well, uh, I, I think it'll be hard to summarize a week's cricket in uh, probably a few words, but uh, if I were to say something about it, we've definitely got a mix of uh, different types of cricket. Uh, we've seen fantastic spells, we've seen some uh, glorious knocks, uh, we've seen a couple of youngsters step up to the plate and do well. Uh, we've also seen some uh, very surprising selections, you know, we'll be talking about that Saurabh Tiwari for Mumbai Indians, Josh Felipe for RCB. A um, lot of interesting things have happened in the IPL so far in, <laughs> in the first week. Um, the cricket's been really good, you know, no complaints. And the toss has really been a factor because teams winning the toss have chosen to bowl and most of the team, I mean, most of the occasions they've lost the matches. So, a uh, lot of exciting things, uh, you know, have happened over one week. And I think it's really set the tone for the rest of the season. 
Yeah, and uh, before we talk about the cricket, let's just uh, talk uh, through some of the games as well. I mean, what a big one to start off with, uh, Mumbai Indians versus uh, CSK. Uh, big uh, names in the IPL. And um, obviously, big question marks and over how MS Dhoni would perform and uh, the team that they've got. We talked about the age, and, uh, but they turned in a brilliant performance in that first game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, everyone was waiting for Dhoni to come out and uh, bat. Unfortunately, that didn't happen and he did receive a fair few brickbats that he came mm. in at number seven and, uh, you know, didn't come up the order. But, uh, I mean, Dhoni's Dhoni. Uh, there's no one who can really question him. But CSK, you know, they did put on a good performance. And I think uh, major credit to that is to Faf Duplessy and Ambati Raidu for uh, taking them to that score. And, uh, you know, Mumbai Indians, um, obviously, they're a very strong team, and, but the middle order and the low middle order just didn't fire in that match. And I think that was the biggest uh, difference that the batting unit of CSK did well versus the batting unit of uh, Mumbai Indians didn't do too well. So, I think it was a great start. And, uh, yeah, I mean, basically, you, you have to start with such a big game to build up all the hype and the game did definitely live up to all the hype. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but one one game that stood out for me was game number two. Uh, my team, the Capitals, against uh, Kings Eleven Punjab. As a fan of the Capitals, I thought we'd lost it, then we'd won it for definite, then we'd lost it, then somehow we won it again. That was an incredible game with so many twists and turns, a lot of controversy around that run. Um, that was an yeah. incredible game. Oh, absolutely. I think, uh, I think as you rightly pointed out, the short run did uh, eventually make the headlines and not Mayank Agarwal's knock or Marcus Tonis' um, all-round heroics. Um, obviously, uh, Mayank Agarwal scored that 89, almost took his side across the line. One run needed of uh, two balls and he unfortunately couldn't take his team. He held out to deep cover point and uh, Chris Jordan flicked it straight to Rabada. But that's the beauty of the game, right? Even with one run to win of three balls, you still can't do anything. The game goes into a super over and Rabada, uh, obviously, like he's a class bowler and he got both Puran and KL Rahul out and Delhi Capitals won that match. It was a fantastic match, uh, but kudos to Mayank Agarwal, you know, from 55 for 5 uh, at the end of the 10th over to take his team till that position was, was a fantastic knock. And I think, unfortunately, although it did come in a losing cause, it is definitely one of the top knocks, according to me, over the first week. A couple of talking points from that game. Like I said, that's the one that really highlighted and I suppose because my team was playing as well. But um, what did you make of that um, run that was disallowed by the umpire who stood slightly off uh, the crease? He wasn't straight uh, looking down. Um, what, what were the uh, reactions in India? Oh, well, I think uh, the umpire, Nitin Menon, did uh, definitely, I mean, he must have received 104 calls right after the game. Uh, <laughs> but obviously, I mean, uh, umpires are humans and they are going to hurt. But I, I think he, he could have been in a better position. Although, I mean, uh, I'm no expert to say where he's supposed to stand. But uh, the, to the naked eye, uh, I mean, we had so much time, right? That's what we should understand that we had that much amount of time to actually see that uh, the bat was grounded or it had gone just beyond the line. But the umpire doesn't have that sort of time with him, right? He has only a fraction of a second to make his decision. But that's again, it, it comes down to the uh, age-old debate of technology versus uh, human uh, interference. Obviously, we, when we have the no-ball system, which is decided by the umpires, we have uh, Hawkeye, we have, you know, um, the to decide the <laughs> inside edge, ultra edge and all of that. 
uh, we should maybe have a system to decide everything. But that again is probably a debate for another day. But um, it was an error, and uh, I think it cost them the match because eventually they couldn't score that one run. So. Uh, it was definitely a huge talking point and uh, it will probably remain a talking point for the rest of the season as well. Yeah, especially if uh, Kings uh, 11 miss out by two points in getting to the playoffs, I think uh, really felt for them. Um, I think they deserved uh, that win on the back of uh, Mayank's uh, incredible innings. But just on the fact that Mayank um, uh, didn't play the super, uh, super over, do you think he was tired? Or what, was, what did he make of that decision? Because he was, he was in form, he was seeing the ball well. Well, uh, I was surprised. I'll be honest, I was surprised. Uh, but I think, if I'm being honest, uh, Mayank Agarwal isn't in the same brand of big hitting as is uh, Glenn Maxwell or Nicholas Puran or KL Rahul, for that matter of fact. Uh, you could probably play it down to being tired because you'll see that, you know, once he was running back after scoring that 89, he was absolutely soaking. He was soaking wet. And uh, that tiredness must have come into factor. But Chris, uh, Glenn Maxwell and Nicholas Puran are two of the biggest hitters in world cricket. They were there to bat. And Kale Rahul obviously took up that onus as the captain. So, I think that's that's the strategy they went in with. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for them and uh, they lost the game. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, and I, I, I suppose I can understand because uh, it did take a lot out of him. And uh, like you said, uh, playing in a super over, it's uh, you always go with the big hitters, but it didn't work out for Kings 11 Punjab, unfortunately. But a uh, great win for my boys. Uh, yeah. But now we move on to your boys, and uh, a lot of, um, I was going to say pressure and expectations on RCB and Virat and his boys. They had a good uh, outing in the first game against uh, Hyderabad, uh, but then disappointment uh, the other day against uh, Kings Eleven Punjab. How, how have you uh, viewed their first two games? Uh, well, I mean, uh, obviously the pace bowling and the death overs bowling is again in focus uh, because Umesh Yadav and Dave Stain haven't had two good games. Um, the batting will take care of itself. You know, the batting isn't an issue because Virat Kohli, Abel de Villiers are like top of their game. And let's not forget Devdath Padikal, right? The boy is what, 20 years old? And he's coming off a very good domestic circuit. But to play in the IPL, which gives you different challenges altogether, you're playing against international quality bowlers. And for him to uh, play that uh, 50, uh, the half century that he scored was fantastic. And, um, you know, we've got Aaron Finch at the top. Hopefully, he starts firing because if he does fire, there's no one who can stop him. So, I feel the batting order will take care of itself and it's the bowling that we need to be more concerned of because um, I think all the teams have basically understood that they need to play out Israel in the Tahel and probably play out Saini because they these two are our uh, strike bowlers. But uh, in the game against Kingsland Punjab, especially, we saw that within the 12th or 13th over, uh, Chahel and Saini had bowled out a, a major part of their overs and there was nothing left for the middle overs and the death. So, uh, I think that bowling is certainly a concern. Uh, Chris Morris, once he's fit, once he's uh, you know, recovered from his side strain, he will come into the side probably at the expense of Dale Stain. Uh, Moin Ali, I feel, in my opinion, could replace someone like Josh Felipe, but that just means that David De Villiers should keep and uh, we're not too sure about uh, De Villiers' ability to keep throughout the whole season. So, a lot of variables and uh, hopefully if the top four fire, it'll give, it'll give uh, Josh Felipe or Moin Ali or even Shivam Dubey um, that extra impetus at the end to actually score big. So, uh, the death bowling is definitely a concern. There's no doubt about it. It was, the, it was a concern last year as well. Um, it's just, um, <coughs> sorry, Umesh and Dale Stein are bowling very wavered lines and yeah. uh, lengths. So, 
hopefully that gets sorted i think uh, that's that's like the biggest concern for us right now yeah that's what that's what just stood out for me and that's what i was going to ask you about and you mentioned uh, the death bowling but also about um del stein and umesh other and the reliance on them i know sene is there as well as um another uh, pace bowler in the team but um i think do you think that's that's where the leak uh, the weak point is for rcb yeah well um i mean i i think uh, kl rahul uh, really showed even in that game against uh, kingsland punjab that you give one player a chance he's going to really hit you out of the park you give him another chance he's going to take the match away from you right so that's pretty much the innings that he played uh, and it is very very big surprise that uh, virat kohli dropped those two catches but i think that's a part and parcel of the game uh, we can't be harsh on a player just because especially a virat kohli caliber just because he dropped those two catches yes we will be disappointed maybe an hour or hour and or hour or two after the game but he's human and um, i mean i think in terms of chasing uh, virat kohli and abd villiers have done it for years now and um, i'm i'm just i'm just very optimistic of the upcoming matches and hopefully this is just a blip in our uh, journey towards the title <laughs> that's a big statement your journey towards the title i mean um obviously you can see the passion in uh, virat uh, he's a born winner he hates to lose you can see that on the field as well um uh, i'm not going to make any comments anything re- related to uh, virat uh, um uh, but uh, he's he, he's a uh, you can't i mean drop catches has been mentioned but it's not just virat i think a lot of uh, there's been uh, yeah. quite a few uh, surprising catches that have been dropped um but that also leads me to the other question of have you noticed a difference between the players that played in the CPL or in the English uh, cricket season and those from back home who've not had any cricket for 5 6 months because playing in the nets and um training and being keeping fit is not the same as being out on the uh, pitch yeah for sure you know i mean um if i take the case of the indian indian players specifically you know uh, obviously they haven't hit their straps yet uh, in terms of rcb specifically you know virat kohli hasn't hit form yet but if you see the other teams for example prithvi shaw he scored a 64 against the chennai super kings yesterday uh, we saw rishabh pant trying to go after the bowlers we saw shreyas ayer get some good runs Uh, for the other teams as well shubman gill hasn't really fired for kkr yet but today they're playing so uh, you know he could be in form uh mohammad shami is looking very very good yeah. uh you know that three the three wickets he took against the delhi capitals it's fantastic to see a bowler like that in such he has such a streamlined action it's amazing to see the way he bowls and uh, he, he's really on fire and it's good to see uh jaspreet bumrah did bowl well in the previous match although he didn't do well do too well in the first match it's good to see you know the indian players are actually pumped up that uh, adrenaline in them is actually pushing them to do well and as for the players coming in uh, from the cpl or from the england australia series uh, you expect them to do well uh, for sure i think guys like david warner you know uh, they will have their off days uh, pat comins i was honestly shocked you know because uh, 3 overs 49 runs 15.5 crore but then he actually played a very good knock at the end so i think they'll all they'll all do well uh, we've got only one week of action so far and uh, these players will definitely be key those who have actually played and come come into the ipl but we'll see i mean uh, the indian players are equally pumped and uh, we've got some fantastic lineups and uh, it'll be a very exciting few weeks from now yeah a couple of things on on the back of what you said i mean do you think it's easier for a bowler to come off such a close season 
than it is for a batsman. A batsman will take a bit more longer to get into their stride, as it were. Uh, well, I mean, uh, if I were to put it in terms of a, a technical aspect sort of a thing, you know, the bowlers need to uh, pretty much be a lot more fitter because they need to steam and they need to, their shoulders need to be good and they need to have a streamlined action and they need to feel on the outfield and stuff like that. Uh, the bowlers definitely need to put in a lot more effort because um, they will uh, they will need to be at their best. The batsmen sometimes, you know, if they if, if the boundaries are quick or if there are short boundaries like in Sharjah, we saw how Sanju Samson and Steve Smith, Steve Smith really took apart Piyush Chawla in that match. For that matter of fact, any of the Chennai bowlers. So, uh, it's very hard for the bowlers because they need to be consistently changing their variations. They need to depend on slow balls. The effort ball needs a lot of... Uh, you know, power behind uh, the shoulder and stuff like that. So, uh, I, I feel the bowlers will definitely f uh, are finding it slightly harder. But uh, they've all got into the rhythm. You know, each team has played at least a match now and they know the conditions at hand. And I think uh, over the next few matches, we'll see some really commendable performances. Yeah, and um, I, I totally accept what you're saying. But, you know, the batsmen, I mean, you saw the big hitters and the, uh, I, I take on board what you said about the size of the pitch, especially at Sarja. Uh, but I, I just think um, it, it, to get that consistency, you, you need a bit of game time. And a lot of these players, yes. and I just feel that the ball is, like you said, fitness is the key there. And they've been there stride a lot more. Uh, but talking of the bowlers, obviously... Um, in our previous show, we were looking at the uh, pitches and uh, what they could favour. And we were saying that it could be um, more favourable to the spinners. Uh, but when you look at the uh, stats at the moment, I know it's only been week one. Um, do you think that will change? Because it seems to be the pace bowling that's taking the, uh, the, uh, the honours at the moment. Uh, well, I mean, uh, you definitely have a, right, a very, very valid point. Uh, we've seen the pace has ruled the roost so far. Uh, we've we've uh, seen you know very uh, it's it's been inconsistent inconsistent bounce more than anything you know because uh, balls have kept low or balls have really flown above the head and stuff like that but spinners have started to get on you know the spinners who actually are looking to spin the ball uh, guys like Jadeja Aksar Patel are guys who don't generally want to spin the ball much uh, but we've seen Yuzvendra Chahal get that amount of spin we've got uh, Rashid Khan getting that spin. Uh, Ravi Bishna is getting those googlies coming into the right-hander. So, we've got some spin. Um, I think over the over the next few weeks, the uh, pitches might start to dry up a fair bit because it's very, very humid and hot in the UAE, as they say. So, I think a, a couple of cracks will start to come up uh, eventually and uh, the spinners might get a lot more purchase than what they are now. And talking of the spinners, I mean, um, I read a comment today uh, from CSK that they were a little bit disappointed with the way Jaraja is bowling. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, it's just in terms of CSK in general, because there's, we, we've mentioned the ages of the players and what have you. And MS Dhoni obviously is key in that team. Yeah. Um, and even yesterday, he I think he came in at number six um, with the team... And the ages, do you think it's finally catching up or two games is still too early for a team so experienced to judge them on? Uh, well, I mean, uh, look, the, 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 the biggest uh, issue with CSK, I think, right now is uh, two things. One is the fact that that middle order isn't firing at all. Or rather, the batting unit as a whole isn't firing at all. And the fact that they don't have a sixth bowler 
and given that jadeja is being carted for runs all the all the matches so far that's mm-hmm. not helping because uh, what they would uh, what they would do earlier is that they de- they depend on suresh raina to give them runs at the top of the order or at number 3 and uh, you know dhoni would bowl about would get him to bowl about two overs or something like that but that's not a luxury that he has right now he needs to depend on five bowlers he's dependent on uh, deepak chahar uh, josh hazelwood hazelwood for the last game uh, pius shala or uh, sam karan and obviously uh the fifth bowler so after that they don't have any options csk don't have any options because kedar jadhav's never bowled a ball in the ipl and although he might be uh, a good bowler they should really try him because he's an off spinner he gives dhoni variety but he's not exactly a strike bowler that you'd expect right so um and as for the batting order murli vijay's failure so far shane watson's failures um they're completely dependent on faf to plessy which is not helping their case Uh, Ambati Raidu, he did start off really well, but he has been injured for the last two games. So they'll need to, uh, they'll want him to uh, become match fit as soon as possible. But they certainly are missing uh, both Raina and Harbhajan Singh, uh, both of whom would have played a very, very big role in their uh, three matches so far. You think so? I mean, Raina obviously um, would have played, but uh, do you think uh, Harbhajan would have uh, been playing? Uh, uh who would it be played uh, ahead of well i i definitely feel uh, they they probably wouldn't have had to play someone like uh, rutraj gaikwad because uh, harbhajan gives them that extra extra variation and right? he might not have, he might not play all 14 matches for sure but he just gives them that variation and that experience of taking the ball away from the left hander uh sorry away from the uh, sorry into the right hander and away from the left hander so uh, all they have right now are all leg spinners pius chawla takes it away from the right hander jadeja takes it away from the right hander so they harbhajan would have definitely given them some a lot of variation in terms of off spin um and they are missing that because he's obviously an experienced bowler and uh, pius chawla has been taken for quite a few runs uh, mm-hmm. i mean although in charja you expect anyone to be taken for runs but Uh, probably Harbhajan would have played a couple of games, uh, you know, ahead of Pius Chawla, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, we're going to be talking about CSK because they've got so many big names, um, and um, they always seem to come to the party when it comes to the IPL. But um, I've just got my dance this time. I'll, I'll probably be proven wrong, like, like I am many times. But um, I think. Um, ages might be catching up uh, with that team and um, I'm already looking forward to 2021 I know we shouldn't do but I'm um, thinking of the rebuilding that team will have to do um, yeah. but uh, just finally on CSK and we shouldn't take too much time on CSK but um, in terms of uh, in terms of uh, MS and um, him coming at number 6 when you think the situation was set for him to come a lot earlier especially uh, yesterday Uh, or did uh, uh, the game against uh, the Capitals? Um, what are your thoughts on MS and where he is in terms of his cricket and uh, um, his uh, his confidence to come up uh, instead of at number six? Or well, uh, it's honestly a very big surprise because you'd expect a three-time World Cup winning captain, three-time IPL captain, one of the best finishers in the world. Uh, to back himself but um, it's it's fair you know he last played an international game in july and uh, it's been more than a year since then but he did get a solid 3 weeks amount of time to actually prepare for the ipl and um, uh, his his philosophy of backing players and sending them up the order is all well and good but we all know that sam karan or jadeja or you know even kedar jadhav for that matter of fact can't play in innings that dhoni can right dhoni mm. is someone 
who can literally give you 100 runs from the last five overs and you can back him any day he will give you but if he doesn't give himself time at the top to actually play a lot more balls and you know come come at the end and you know go for the big shots if he comes in at the 18th over with csk needing 50 runs from the last two overs uh, in my opinion, uh, I mean, I'm no expert. I haven't played cricket at that level, but I just feel, according to what I've seen all these years, uh, it's hard for anyone to start from the get-go because, especially coming, uh, even in the post-match conference, he said he came at that number because he's rusty and he doesn't have match practice. So, for him to get that match practice, he should probably give himself a few more balls at the top. And uh, I think once um, Raidu comes back into the scheme of things, Tony uh, might play himself at. Uh, Four or five. So uh, I, I think three matches are enough for him to see that this whole experimentation with the middle order isn't quite working. And uh, he should probably take, I mean, give himself a few more balls, get adjusted to the pitch, and then uh, go for it at the end. Yeah. And uh, it's just a little bit sad seeing um, MS play like that and, uh, you know, not have yeah. that confidence because that's not what we associate MS with. And um, I'm really hoping he turns um, his form around very quickly because he's not going to get much cricket after the IPL as well. So I want him to have a brilliant IPL uh, just uh, because of who he is and um, how I perceive him to be. Um, I don't want him to have the course uh, end to his potential career because we don't know what's going to happen in terms of the IPL. Uh, but moving on to another team that's really impressed me, and we talked about them in their unfortunate loss, was uh, Kings 11th Punjab. Uh, they've hit the ground running. They've been really impressive in my eyes. Yeah, they've been fantastic. Um, you know, obviously, KL Rahul's led from the front. It's amazing to see Mayank Agarwal get some runs on, under his belt because I, I feel, in my opinion, he's one of the most underrated players, especially in the IPL. He hasn't set the world alight with his batting or with the number of runs he scored. But uh, he's someone who's really, really got a lot of potential and uh, it's fantastic to see him. Uh, Mohammed Shami's form is going to be very, yeah. very crucial for them. And along with Sheldon Cottrell, uh, both of them have done fantastically well. Uh, it's great to see some a youngster like Ravi Bishna, you know, coming... Uh, coming under the guidance of Anil Kumble and doing well in the first couple of matches, uh, the kid looks looks very good. He looks solid, and uh, but in my opinion, probably the only uh, <coughs> sorry worry for them would be that middle order because in the first match, KL Rahul didn't get them runs, but Mayank Agarwal did. Uh, in the second match, Mayank didn't get them runs, but KL Rahul did. But the rest of the middle order, which has followed the two, they haven't really done anything, you know. Nicholas Puran got out for uh, for a duck in the first match. He didn't do much in the second match. Similar as the case of Glenn Maxwell, he hasn't done too much. Karun Nair, Sarfraz Khan I haven't done much either. So, I feel it's going to be very, very hard for them to actually get to a good score in case both Karun, uh, sorry, Mayank Karawal and uh, KL Rahul get out early. But I feel that's where Universe boss Chris Gale will come to the, come into the picture. Everyone is waiting to see him in action. He's also <laughs> raring to go. Uh, I, I have a feeling they're probably going to bench Nicholas Puran for the next game and get Chris Gale in. Uh, only because of the fact that they need that firepower at the top. Someone who can give them that um, uh, assurance that you know he's going to give them runs. And even though he, he might not score like a 100 or a 150, uh, those 40-50 runs that he scores at the top at that pace might be crucial for them to get off, get, get off to a good start. Yeah, and I think that's been the uh, story, isn't it? That you need a really good start at the top order. But um, let's uh, talk about KL. What a season he's had. I mean, prior to lockdown, he had an incredible uh, stint. And then to come out with the innings of the week, in my opinion anyway, uh, 132. Um, it's incredible the way he's just continued to his form. 
well there's, there's no doubt about the fact that he's probably one of the most talented cricketers india have produced um i mean we we've all seen him play you know he's someone who's taken challenges head on he's batted in all positions possible uh, he's even taken up the respo- responsibility of donning the gloves he's a captain of the side he's leading from the front there's nothing else that could go right for kingsland punjab you know he's probably their biggest um, their biggest acquisition uh, over the last few years uh, 132 of uh, 69 balls if i'm not wrong you know um, fantastic knock yeah. people might take the credit away uh, saying that you know virat kohli dropped him twice lc might not have got his 100 but that's that's what kl rahul is about he he made the most of his chances he scored 42 42 runs of the last nine balls and we could see the expression on kohli's face once the innings ended he was absolutely shocked he was he knew that the match had basically got away from their grasp uh, because of the last the second drop catch in particular but you you can't give a man like kl rahul chances because he's he's going to take the match away from you and that's exactly what happened uh, as you rightly said i think the knock, the knock of the week for sure uh, 132 he broke so many records in the process and it's fantastic to see him and form uh, being a big follower of his uh, his career so far as well yeah and i think you talk about the records uh, statisticians will correct me but i think that's the highest score by uh Indian play in the IPL and possibly yeah. the highest by a team captain but people can correct me on that I don't know if that's correct but uh when you do look at the team uh for Punjab and like you said uh Rahul and Agarwal at the top uh, Mayank had an incredible innings last week and then you've got the likes of uh, Gale still on the bench and then you got Maxwell then you look at the bowling which me um and then there's another bowler and he's one of those players that stood out for me and I'm hoping you can give me a bit more insight into and that's uh, Bishnoi um what can you tell me about him because I've been really impressed with the young man yeah uh, he was he was fantastic in the under 19 world cup um you know he was he was india's best bowler uh, there's no doubt about it and he's someone who's uh, who's not afraid to pitch it up he's not someone who's afraid to bowl it short but you know zip it in uh he's got the variation he's got a good googly but i mean obviously he's learning under one of the best anil kumble uh, head coach of the kings eleven punjab and uh he's got a real fire in him you know you see those celebrations as well when mm. his first ipl wicket was rishabh pant so uh when when he got him bowled you could see that that celebration and that happiness and it's always good to see young kids do well you know because that's what the ipl is about uh although it is all all the focus is on the star players the big players it's always lovely to see the youngsters coming to the fore ravi bishnoi for uh, kings 11 uh, yashasvi jaiswal we have seen him only in one match but he came down to the track against deepak chahar pulled him for four you could see that expression on deepak chahar's face um it's great ravi bishnoi looks looks very good uh, he looks like someone who's really going to trouble the batsmen and even abd billiers was uh, you know a little uh, tentative while, while trying to cut him uh, to point and stuff like that so he looks like a very very good bowler and uh, i'm sure uh, under anil kumble's guidance he is definitely going to turn into one of kxrp's uh, biggest weapons uh, this season yeah another star in the making for indian cricket so uh, for so it's uh, really it was really good seeing him and it, like i said it's not somebody obviously under 19 and um but really impressive first week for him um uh, talking about another player that uh, just caught my eye and obviously i wasn't um aware of him um here was um Saurabh Tiwari and um the build of the guy he looked like a west indian in the way he's built and uh, the way uh, he was playing uh, what can you tell me about him and what was well, his selection I, a surprise to you 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think it was a very big surprise to a lot of us because, uh, I mean, uh, Saurabh Tiwari hasn't hasn't really done much in the IPL for for many seasons that he's played in the recent past. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, obviously, Mumbai Indians spotted something in him. Uh, they sort of figured out that they could he could be a very good addition at number four to actually give them that uh, left-right combination. But uh, they obviously had Ishan Kishan on the benches, and uh, everyone was, was expecting Ishan Kishan to play over Saurabh Tiwari. But uh, Saurabh did play, and uh, he pulled off a very good knock against CSK, 40 plus. You know, um, everyone. I mean, he was a subject to troll. Uh, he was a subject to trolls, uh, obviously, before the match. Uh, after the match as well, because as you rightly mentioned, you know his build um, and all of that. But uh, that's what that's what good players do. That's why you're picked in the IPL because you're back to do well. Uh, otherwise, you'll probably be playing domestic cricket in some gully or something like that. But uh, Saurabh Tiwari was picked to play one role, which was to give them that attacking, uh, uh, you know, innings uh, in the middle overs. And um, while it was a very big surprise for sure, I think. He has justified his selection and uh, we could see him play a lot more number of matches uh, in the coming games. I'm surprised he said he was trolled before and after the game because of his size. Because if you see a West Indian like that, you wouldn't troll him. You'd think he's built for uh, <laughs> T20 cricket. And I was really impressed when I saw him and the way he was batting. I know the second yeah. game, it wasn't as good, but um, he just looked made for big hitting. And I was... Um, um, I was just interested to hear a bit of his backstory because he's not a young man. He, he must have been yeah. playing domestic cricket for a while, uh, but uh, he's made it into the big time with the IPL with the big team, Mumbai Indians. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's no doubt that he's a he's a talented cricketer, but uh, you know, as we as we discussed, uh, he hasn't done much uh, of substance or he hasn't produced too many good innings. Uh, for people to actually back him to do well. Uh, I think fantasy users or fantasy players will know this, that um, there weren't too many people who picked Saurabh Tiwari to do well or in their fantasy sites because uh, because of the fact that, you know, they didn't expect him to do well, given that he was uh, coming into the team after a long time. But it's good to see that he's doing well, you know. And uh, the Mumbai Indians, I think, will be the most pleased given the fact that uh, he actually repaid their faith in him with a good knock. So. Uh, it's good to see and uh, hopefully um, he will produce a couple of uh, good knocks in the coming games. And just finishing on uh, Mumbai, uh, do you think there's as much pressure on Rohit as there is on Virat in terms of his team? Or do you think there's more uh, on I, Virat? Yeah, for sure. You know, Because, uh, I mean, first thing is RCB don't have a title, Mumbai Indians have four. Um, so, there's, there's not as much pressure for Rohit Sharma to win. Sorry? That's probably not easy for you to say, but I appreciate you said that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think I think uh, people need to be injected with the troop serum and uh, be honest and call spade a spade. Uh, Kohli hasn't won IPL titles. Uh, Rohit Sharma has won four of them. Uh, Virat Kohli definitely has to sort out the captaincy calls that he takes out on the field. Uh, we are no experts to sit at home behind a... Uh, computer and on a chair and say, you know, Virat Kohli has to bowl this guy this over. But there definitely needs to be a change in approach because I think a lot of us are clamoring to see Washington Sundar being used more effectively and that's not happening. If you see the case with uh, the Mumbai Indians, you know, they have a fantastic squad. They've backed their local talent. You'll see mm. a squad like Mumbai Indians. They've got Hardik Pandya, Pranal Pandya, they've got Rahul Shahar, they've got Bumbra, they've got Rohit Sharma, they've got Surya Kumar Yadav, they've got six local players. Boys. Indian players who are really, really, you know, set IPL on fire. They've done really well. RCB, on the other hand, have depended only on Yuzvendra Chahal. 
they've depended only on kohli they've depended only on abd billiers and that's not helping you can't have three players win an ipl for you you need to have 11 players put in their uh, performance on any given day and win them the match and the acquisitions of aaron finch devdat padikal and chris morris is probably going to do that but only time will tell you know we have so many matches to go but uh, to come back to your question rohit sharma he has a fantastic team at his disposal he knows that if he doesn't fire quinton dickock mind if quinton doesn't fire surit marvel if surikumar doesn't hardik pandya will so they've got a fantastic squad of match winners they've got trent bolt in their side this season yeah. arguably one of the best left arm pacers 100%. and his combination with bumrah and not to forget james pattinson mm. it's it's great to see you know they have a very well rounded squad and uh, probably the only uh, issue for them is the spin attack but i think with their batting and with this uh, strength in the squad rohit has nothing to worry about whereas kohli definitely has to bear the burden of needing to perform additionally uh, uh, you know also to win the cup as well yeah and let's not forget they've also got kieran pollard who can bat a bit and bowl a bit as well yep. so yeah rohit seems to have a lot more uh, firepower but in terms of um, local boys and um, another player that caught my eye certainly the first game he was uh, he was, uh, didn't have the best of outings in the second game is a local boy to yourself for uh, RCB and i think we've talked about him before uh, in um, uh, last season as well and that's another young talent is devdat padikal i know you tweeted about the young man and uh, he had a really good domestic um, Uh, limited overs season. Um, what can you tell us about him and him playing for RCB at the top order? I, I, I think that's a fantastic move. Uh, firstly, because he's uh, he's he's one, he's someone who who has a very fearless attitude. You know, uh, he has done really well in the domestic circuit, uh, the Karnataka Premier League. He was fantastic. He was the top run scorer in the Vijaya Sare Trophy, and I mean, obviously, everything went well for him in the previous domestic season, and. Uh, his uh, giving him a free license to kill at the top of the order is something that uh, will definitely uh, reap rewards for rcb in the coming games because if he gives them those 30 40 runs at the top and even goes on to convert them into a 50 or maybe even a 100 uh, there's nothing like it because you know for a fact that aaron finch abd villiers and virat kohli can be trusted to give you runs but devdat padikal uh, giving rcb that uh, added depth at the top uh, will definitely give rcb a lot or hope that they can depend on one more player and um, particularly you know he's a, he's a youngster he's he loves his game he loves to bat you can see that hunger in his shots and he has shots all over the place so he's definitely a very very good talent and it's fantastic that he got runs at the start because uh, now he's pretty much uh, sent out a message saying you know i'm here i'm serious about my game uh, you give me chances i'm going to give you results and that's pretty much uh, what we need and it's, it's it's incredible that we're talking about so much young talent coming through our system um that's a testament to the system as well and um it's uh, looking really bright for uh, in cricket and we've talked about obviously the under 19 world cup and the players coming through there as well down the line but uh, all these young players making a mark already at a young age it, it, it's brilliant to see and they're playing against world class players and with world class players learning at the same time Yeah, you know, I mean, that's the beauty of the IPL, uh, where talent meets opportunity. You know, um, there are big players, there are huge players, like uh, as we discussed, the Abdul Villiers, Kyren Pollard, um, who all you know, you can name name the biggest players in the world, and they're in the IPL. So it, it's a fantastic opportunity for the youngsters to rub shoulders with some of these big names, not only from abroad but also the Indian players. Um, you know, they're they're all in their teams. 
Uh, it's a fantastic opportunity and they just need to be back to do well. You know, it's good to see RCB giving Padikal, Kings and Punjab giving Vishnoy a chance. Rajasthan Royals are backing Yashasvi Jaiswal. Uh, Kolkata Knight Riders playing Shubman Gill and Shivam Mavi. It's fantastic to see that the teams are backing youngsters because eventually these guys are the guys who are going to go out freely and be like, you know what, I need to, I need to make a mark and uh, that's the only way for me to cement my spot. My name and what I've done in the domestic circuit is not going to help me here. I need to perform in the IPL and that's all that's going to help me seal a spot in the side. So, uh, they're always going to go out with that hunger to score runs, hunger to take wickets. And uh, if that happens, if that attitude is right in the youngsters, which is the case that has uh, that we're seeing so far, um, nothing nothing more than a, that than uh, what an IPL team wants. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really brilliant to watch as well. But um, the only other team that's played two and um, they've won two as well is my team. And uh, they look incredible. Um, when you look at their batting lineup, the bowling lineup, you know, young players and incredibly young talent as well with uh, the captain Shreyas. Uh, they look a, a formidable team. And we mentioned last year that they were a young team and this this could be their year. Uh, but they've started well. We know things can change. Uh, there's T20 cricket, but uh, Delhi have um, really impressed me. I'm really happy with the way uh, the team's playing and the form. I mean, I, I think all of us uh, definitely uh, backed Delhi to make the playoffs even before the season started because of the core that is in the side. And uh, I think uh, Andrik Nyokia is someone who's really come and changed the dimension of the team. You know, uh, we, we know that the Indian players can do really well. And it's a very bold call from Shreya Sire and the DC management to leave out someone like Ajigya Rahane from their 11 and, you know, bench him. Despite all his experience and uh, the fact that he was a top run scorer for Rajasthan last season. Um, but that's that's what T20 cricket is. Uh, sometimes you miss the bus if there are better players than you. Uh, and it's good to see Prithvi Shaw get some runs under his belt. Mm. Uh, he's, he's a very exciting talent. Again, a youngster. Uh, getting the 64 against a good quality attack like CSK uh, will definitely boost his confidence. And uh, I think the bowling looks phenomenal, you know. Uh, yeah. Kahisor Abada, Nokia, they've, uh, they've got Ishan Sharma waiting on the benches. Uh, Ashwin wasn't with them in the previous game and Amit Mishra and Aksar Patel stepped up to the plate and did the job. So, looks a very, very well-rounded squad. Rishabh Pant hasn't hit his traps yet, but I feel if he gets more number of balls, he's definitely going to set the tournament on fire. And uh, Shreya Sire obviously is a quality cricketer and we'll see more runs from him and uh, that one. So, Delhi look a very, very balanced unit, as you rightly pointed out. And uh, I think that 100% playoff content is this season. Yeah, I hope so. And um, really uh, enjoy watching them play as well. Uh, they're really attacking yeah. players. And when you look at the likes of, like you mentioned, I mean, when you go down the batting order of Prithvi, Shekhar, Risab, Kriyas, Mark Stone is then coming in, then you see the bowling. It just looks a well-balanced team. And Uxal bowled incredibly well yesterday as well. Um, yeah. uh, just final point on yesterday's game. It just felt that when CSK came out to bat, they they already looked defeated. I don't know. The yeah. confidence doesn't seem to be there because a total of uh, one seventy five in the past with their batting lineup and especially with their MS would have been gettable. But I don't know. I just had that feeling that when they came out to bat, it just didn't seem the confidence was there that they could get that total. Yeah, look, I mean, uh, again, I'm, I'm not too sure about uh, the approach that they had because um, Murli Vijay was, didn't look too uh, convincing. Uh, he did leave quite a few balls. He did defend quite a few balls. Uh, yeah, and he, he just tried to flick everything that was on his pads. And he, he, he didn't, up, uh, you know, sort of take up an uh, aggressive approach until uh, the very end of his innings. But 
Uh, I, I think that's where Raidu will come into the picture because they need someone like him, like Ambati Raidu, to actually be the glue in the middle and uh, sort of combine with Faftu Plessy. Because we know Shane Watson won't take much time. Uh, he can be a match winner on his day. Uh, Murli Vijay, though, hasn't played too much cricket, obviously. Um, but uh, And so, Rutraj Gaikwad uh, really did well in the domestic circuit. But uh, as we discussed, you know, IPL is a different ball game altogether. Uh, you can't just rest on your domestic laurels and... Uh, expect to do really well in the IPL because it's completely different competition. The standards are higher. So, they definitely need someone in that middle order to give them that assurance. Uh, Dhoni could have played at four had he not come into the tournament without match practice. But that's where it is. The Chennai Super Kings have to somehow find a way to uh, sort of stem, stem this uh, loss uh, series that they're facing right now. So, I, I think um, once Raidu comes into the picture, he will definitely add a lot of meat to that batting order. Uh, but yesterday, you know, they, there was literally no application at all. And despite uh, Shane Watson trying to take them on and Faftu Plessy, you know, uh, trying to construct that uh, 40 run knock, 43 run knock, uh, there was nothing much apart from that. And um, they should really try and settle down their batting order before it's too late. Yeah, and uh, there will be pressure on the next game because I know the IPL can change very quickly, but you don't want back-to-back defeats. Uh, confidence is key in G20 cricket. Now, before the fans of the Knight Riders, the Royals and um, uh, Sunrisers complain, the reason I haven't talked about them because it's really unfair to judge them after one game, especially in T20 cricket. Um, you can't judge form or, or uh, the teams. Uh, so we'll leave them for an, another week. But my main impression of the first week has been how close this tournament is going to be because um, anybody can beat anybody and uh, the teams seem all to be very strong. When you look down the squads, you look down the first teams, um, anybody can win a game. Uh, they've got match winners. Every one. It just feels a lot closer. I don't know if it's because it's being played in a neutral venue or uh, the environment and the year we've had, but it just seems that this is going to be a very close tournament. Yeah, look, I mean, uh, that that just, uh, again, speaks volumes about the quality that the IPL uh, really has. Uh, you know, the way it's evolved over the years, we've seen quality players come and go. Uh, teams this year look very balanced. I think uh, we had the discussion even earlier that uh, uh, there is no one team that's really looking like, you know, they're going to be outright winners this season. Um, you know, we have surprises as well, obviously. CSK, uh, CSK fans will be pretty shocked that they've got back-to-back losses that they have to deal with. But that's what cricket's all about. Um, you'll have bad days, you'll have good days. And the squads look really, really good this season. There's no one squad that looks bad. There's no squad that looks good. Um, all teams have really good balance. And I think, as you rightly said, it's definitely going to come down uh, to a very, very tight challenge uh, between two teams, whenever whichever two teams play. And... Uh, I think we're going to have some fantastic action. There's no doubt about it. Uh, we're, we're not going to be devoid of any entertainment. Uh, it's going to be a great season. And uh, the first, if, if the first week's anything to go by, I think we're in for a thrilling uh, couple of matches to come as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, first week's been incredible. Lots to talk about, as always. Um, um, and but from the first week, already so many talking points. And I'm so looking forward to the year. Uh, it's been a brilliant week. Of cricket, and obviously we've got big games uh, tonight. With uh, well, they're they're all big games. Uh, Night Riders against uh, Hyderabad, but I'm looking forward to RCB against Mumbai uh, uh, on Monday. I think it is. Um, what are your thoughts on the coming week and the big games that we've got to look forward to? 
well uh, i yeah i think rcb versus mumbai indians will definitely be a good clash um i mean uh, i think we we basically covered points saying that you know rcb uh, have their uh, issues to address uh, mumbai indians look a good squad but again it's always going to come down to which players step up and how they step up and how they lead the lead the team to a win um as as we discussed you know you can't really play it down to two teams uh, or you know one team particularly having a very big advantage over the others numbers may suggest that one one team has won 20 matches and the other team won just two games but uh, on that day it comes down to how the players play and uh, you know how how uh, uh, the team puts together those individual performances and uh, pick up a win so uh we've got a very exciting week of cricket um as we discussed you know uh, we have started off on a fantastic note i think uh, delhi capitals look fantastic i think they're a very very solid unit um csk do need to pick up the pieces and pick them up fast find the find the missing pieces in the puzzle uh, rcb need to basically sort out their bowling issues mumbai indians probably need uh, a good spin uh, spin um, you know performance because rahul chahar and kunal pandya haven't looked great uh kolkata night riders that indian pace unit uh lacks bite uh they'll need they'll need kuldeep yadav to perform because he's their lead spinner along with sunil narayan uh rajasthan royals will be very happy with the fact that josh butler is coming back uh, he's going to add some real firepower at the top and uh, they'll hope that their bowlers also manage to push through uh sunrisers hyderabad they they've lost mitchel marsh but they've got good uh, backup in the form of mohammad nabi kane williamson and jason holder is named as the replacement so they'll be hoping to do well tonight and uh, get off uh, i mean pick their first win of the season brilliant what a way to end what a summary um as always i mean the time has literally flown by talking to you person and uh, that was a great end to the show in terms of your summary as to what the teams need to do and we will see if they heed your words uh, they'll be silly not to uh, but present Thank you again for joining us. I hope we can do this uh, as we move through the tournament because it's so enjoyable to get your insights as always. But uh, have a fantastic rest of the weekend. A brilliant safe week with you and uh, to your family as well. And I'll speak to you next week my friend. Yeah, thanks. Thanks again for having me. Uh Bharat obviously lovely to chat with you as always. Uh we we can go for uh, ages and ages but uh, it's lovely, you know, it's always great to have a conversation. Uh thanks again for having me on the show and uh very uh, honestly looking forward to the next week as well. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thanks you too. Thank you.